Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Doomed Productions podcast, a podcast hosted by us, Doomed Productions. I'm Ethan. I'm Zach. I'm Jordan. And for those of you who haven't seen it yet, um, we've released yet another feature film. It's been a pretty exciting couple months for us. We've been kind of taking it easy in terms of releasing movies at the beginning of the year. And what that kind of means now is we've been releasing a lot of new feature films in the last uh, two months, which has been really exciting for us and kind of feels like we're back at it again. Um, yeah. And the most recent movie we've released is Two Little Ghosts, our latest Halloween movie, uh, just in time for the spooky season to be back here. And kind of one of our, something we look forward to every year, we consider Halloween like the, the Doom Productions holiday. So it's yeah. kind of fun to have something out for that. So first it was October and now Two Little Ghosts. So Our movie October. Yeah, our movie like October that came out back in 2020. Right. Um, yeah, and now we have this continuation in that world. So, uh, Jordan, you want to kind of kick us off here and, I don't know, bring us into, I don't know, what do we want to talk about with Two Little Ghosts? <laughs> no, that's not a very ceremonious intro. <laughs> I mean, by now, the movie came out last Friday, yeah. so a week ago. It is, um, the BTS will have been released by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't want to overtread too much with that. If you want to get a whole bunch of information about right. the movie, there's that video actually you should go check out uh, that is a deep dive on just the whole process of that film. Right. And there's stuff even in the behind the scenes that I don't go, I kind of glaze over a little bit. Like I, I kind of talk about how I was animating for it and I learned animation for it, but I don't like dive deep. I'm just like, oh, and I, then I learned animation. I didn't like... Just as easy as that to learn animation. Right. And it's and there's other stuff like like working with the actors and... Um, recording the music i don't even go over the music at all in the mo- in the behind the scenes actually oh really like there's there's a lot there's a couple of locked off shots where it's just on the tripod it's bellamy recording her vocals mm-hmm. and then it's me kind of like us talking about it or whatever yeah but that's as much into the music as i kind of dive into but yeah it was a fun process to be there for yeah, I was kind of a fly on the wall for that. I wasn't really doing much. I was no. just kind of there, but it was cool to watch. You're like editing and doing work stuff. Yeah, I was like working on the bell rings. I think for some yeah, parts of it. Yeah, and yeah. Because Bellamy was like, "Where's the movie? Why can't I watch it yet?" And I right. felt really bad every time she came over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I mean, Two Little Ghosts. I mean, I feel like I've been talking about this movie for a long time. Uh huh. Because, but it's it's been a long time. Like, yeah. Well, it's been like what you said, like two years two since years. like idea to. Here we are now. Conception to release. It took two years to make. Yeah. Um, I guess to all of our new viewers, I guess that's who we should speak to, right? Yeah. We've gotten a fair bit of subscribers from Two Little Ghosts, I think. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our dedicated fans have like know or like right. reach out to us about it. Or if you're like the Yakima folks, like you were there when we screened it. Right. Um, well before the movie actually dropped so yeah so i guess what i'll say about two little ghosts just briefly because people have heard this a bajillion times <laughs> two little ghosts is a part of a film series that we're making mm-hmm. called the halloween cycle the idea is that there is a lack of halloween movies in our world that makes it sound like it's a no like in our real world yeah mm-hmm. there is a lack of halloween movies yeah. but there's a ton of christmas movies and all sorts of other holidays and we um, don't mean horror movies. Yeah, right. We, we don't necessarily count those because those are like, they we, aren't in relation to the holidays. We so. have a yeah. very specific view of what constitutes a Halloween movie, which maybe it might be due, for, might be good to do a video on that. This yeah, that month. could be like its own <laughs> isolated yeah. thing. Um, but we have a very specific set of criteria for what constitutes a Halloween movie. And quite frankly, there's not a lot of movies that fit that. 
Yeah. And so the idea with the Halloween cycle is to make a series of 31 films that would be like just that, the movies that talk about all the aspects of Halloween that kind of encapture what the holiday really is like. It's it movies that are set on Halloween or about Halloween or Halloween adjacent or have Halloween vibes. Um, like, you know, just like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Two Little Ghosts is the second in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, first would be in October, like Ethan said. And With a small cameo of the ghost character in it. Well, right, yeah. It. So if you like Two Little Ghosts, check out um, October because that ghost character appears in October. We want... There, none of them are, have to be specifically sequels, but the, we like there being connective tissue right. mm-hmm. between all of them. The idea is that um, a character from the next movie would cameo in the prior it's one. It's kind of like Pixar. Oh, yeah, you're like, right. Yeah. There's something hidden where you realize in hindsight, like, oh, that was a thing leading to this and so on. Mm-hmm. So if for all of those diehard fans out there, you should uh, go watch Two Little Ghosts and try to guess who the next movie will be about. Yeah. Because yeah. they're in there. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> um, so ominous. I know. But um, yeah, so Two Little Ghosts started out, I mean, the idea came when we were doing October. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing that, it was like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to finish October? Then I came up with this I move, this movie that would would have been like really fun and easy to make. Like if our elaborate plan for October had fallen through for whatever reason, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, here's our backup movie. And it went through a long development process. You can see all that in our behind the scenes for the thing, but it was uh, animated. Well, animate learning and, and animating the movie took from about, I think, December or January of 2020. Wait, what year was it? 2021. Mm-hmm. The animation was all done by October of 2021, but the filming took place during September and October 2021 so it's kind of and then editing took a little bit longer but you know you can't really release a movie in uh in the summer or when it's a halloween movie yeah it's a halloween movie you can't just yeah yeah you can't just drop it wherever so it's we've kind of been sitting on it for a bit but Mm -hmm. now it's released into the world and i guess uh people can see it yeah i guess (laughs) i haven't had too many conversations i mean I've had so many talks about it before the movie came out, before people have seen it. It's weird to be able to like talk about it, mm-hmm. like, and uh, I don't like and not worry about spoilers necessarily. Yeah, because we are mm-hmm. very open about a lot of our movies. Like, there's some people out there, like our friend Dan Dan Lots, <laughs> who will like if you ask him the ending of his movie, he'll right. tell you <laughs> before it's out. Yeah, but we generally are we, we keep it a bit closer to the chest in terms of things. Like, there's certain things we'll tell, but. There's always something right. we're not saying. <laughs> yeah, so spoiler alert warning for anybody who hasn't seen Two Little Ghosts. If you have, um, then, you know, don't worry about it. Like, we'll, we'll yeah. probably talk about spoilers. But I guess, I don't I don't know. The main, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about in terms of Two Little Ghosts? Tell we... us how you got Joel Haver to be in your movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really hard. <laughs> it was so difficult. We... Sent him a text and we asked him. Basically, yeah. Nice. Well, so, I, even, was, not even that. No, you're it welcome, was... everybody. I answered. <laughs> we we answered the uh, most uh, rousing question from the audience. Yeah. It was um, so Joel was doing his road trip last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember when he started, but he was planning to you know, travel around the country in his van. 
And we and, knew he'd inevitably make it to Portland. Yeah, and he reached out to us, and he was like, hey, um, you know, I'm going to be passing That's through. right. Joel asked to meet with us, not the <laughs> other way around. Let it be noted. <laughs> wow. uh, he reached, well, because we'd known Joel yeah. for another, like, a year prior. Yeah. So he's a filmmaker, colleague, friend of ours, you know. Yeah, friend of the channel. We, we discovered him a while. He, he, that's a whole story. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing. We kind of, I don't know, remember if we even go over it in our video we did with him. But yeah, we've known Joel for a while. For a bit. Since 2020, since yeah. the pandemic, pretty much. Yeah. But um, he was coming through Portland. He was like, hey, are you guys free to meet up? And we're like, yes. Essentially because of work and schedules, we only had two days with him. The first day, we did a little interview with him. And mostly just hung out. And we just hung out. Yeah. Him and him and J Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture on uh, Joel's YouTube, uh, Instagram. Instagram, yeah. eating, doing the spaghetti picture that you, you know he's known for on Instagram. Right. And then the Good following times. day... I think it was like a Tuesday or something. Yeah. Um, we met up again just to hang out. But that day, Joel was like, hey, think about something you guys want to shoot and what we can shoot that. And, oh, this character was... Okay, here's an interesting tidbit. Joel's... The part that Joel plays wasn't originally in the movie. Like, before... Think, so picture Two Little Ghosts as it is mm -hmm. and just take out the Joel Haver role entirely. That thing was not... That role was not in the movie whatsoever. But I was like... You know, we could shoot a little skit, but we're not doing a whole lot of short films. We don't do a lot of skits in general. Yeah. How do we get him into Two Little Ghosts? And I just thought, oh, the Spider-Man 2 scene where he's yeah. on the elevator. Let's just do that. But it's with the the ghost costume, the ghost character, <laughs> and Joel Haver. Um, and so that was, that was really it. And so we met up. We were like, hey, we got an idea. You can be in our next movie. He was like, cool. And we shot... Um, just a couple variations. A couple variations, yeah. yeah. So I think it was like the initial scene where they meet and there's dialogue. Um, we just kind of improvised it, really, just like mm -hmm. Joel Haver style. And then we shot a couple of variations of us just sitting in, uh, a, like, by or standing by the elevator and Joel just saying something and then we'd get on the elevator. Um, and I knew that it would be peppered throughout the movie because it's a fun cameo role, but it, it would be also, like, fun to, like, who, who doesn't want more Joel? So. Yeah. That was um, kind of the thing. So I think the the prompts were the the two characters meet kind of for the first time in the movie, and then just them kind of standing around. Those were some other scenes of just them standing waiting. And then the the final one was like, okay, Ghost has just been fired from their job. You come up and you kind of give them a pat on the back and be like, it's it's all right, buddy, or something like that. <laughs> and those were kind of the prompts, and that's how we uh, that's how we did it with Joel. Yeah. Um, Good question, Zach. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> um, it's not as interesting. I wish we had a story of like writing Joel like a letter. It was or like, very impromptu. Yeah, it was really just like, you know, we wanted he we wanted to meet each other, and then he's like, "Do you want to shoot something for your stuff?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." Be in our movie, and he's like, "Cool." Yeah, that was it. Um, it was a good time. It's very surreal. Yeah, it was. And it was funny because uh, May was doing, May plays Ghost One. They were, they, they, them and Bellamy, none of them were on set when we filmed the movie. No. Part of what made Two Little Ghosts so, um, I guess, easy to shoot was because the characters are under ghost costumes, anybody could play the ghost characters. It didn't matter who was underneath. Yeah. Which um, was great for scheduling because it's mm -hmm. like, okay, we have our two actors who are playing the ghosts. They never need to be there at all. It's like, yeah. what two people do I know who are available? Or one person. Yeah. Of, it was mm -hmm. you under the, one of the sheets. So. Exactly. So It was super easy. So it was me acting under the sheet with Joel. 
But then I showed May the scene, and they were like, "Whoa, my gosh, I'm in a thing with Joel Haver. This is weird." <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was it was pretty funny um, to like see their reaction to it all. But yeah. it was also fun because it's like they got to, you know, it's totally a May and Bellamy kind of movie, but. Their dynamic is fantastic. Their dynamic oh, is yeah. great, and but they were never on set, which so was cool. Like to like, it's it's kind of like a cartoon voice role yeah. in a way, which is a really fun way of doing it. Um, and it made the sound quality a lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some parts of the movie where it's a little uneven, but it's um over like the quality of the sound is like it's a lot better than getting on set stuff. And it was nice because yeah. you recorded a lot <clears throat> of it ahead of time, mm-hmm. so we got to like for the acting. Right. Like we were just listening under the sheet to like our phone for yes, some of it. I and forgot about that. Play, yeah. And we would act out the dialogue. Yes. So the syncing of it is like really easy because we knew the takes you were going to use. We'd listen to it. I mean, some some of it maybe isn't perfect, but there are some mm-hmm. scenes where I look at it, I'm like, wow, I forget. Like the the date, I think, is one where right. Bellamy is listing off things. And it's like, it just is so natural. It you looks kind of like, yes, it looks, I don't know how believable it is that like it's all the same two people in the whole movie, but the movements make it, I think, are pretty believable that it's like that voice is coming out of that character. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like a cartoon where yeah. you know, you can tell that it's not what it really is, mm-hmm. but I think it, you can go past that so quick and you believe it in a different way than you would if it was live action. I don't know quite how to right. describe it. It does feel like well, a cartoon is kind of where I'm going. I would kind of describe it as kind of like the Mandalorian effect because you can't see right. their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But you have somebody doing this voiceover. Sometimes they're in the costume in the yeah. case of Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. um, with the Mandalorian. But in this case, they weren't. But you can't see their face. Mm-hmm. And it's all purely between the body doubles physical performance right and the the voice performance of the voice actor right and the combination of that that makes or breaks the character and i think in this case it worked out very very well yeah Mm -hmm. that was a fun thing to play with and it was it was nice because it's like we never had to worry about sound on this movie because we just didn't just never recorded on set audio at all because all of the audio in the movie with the exception of like a couple things here and there there's a couple of takes where I left in the onset audio. There's a couple like Joel's lines are all mm-hmm. yeah, those are real. onset yeah. Um, but it was really cool and to then like yours. Ethan, oh yeah, did you dump those? No, 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 those were lived. Those I were lived. Okay, one yeah. of the lines that we kept forgetting to turn on parts of the mic. And oh, so that's right. I yeah. had to redo it so many times. <laughs> those yeah, Ethan plays we did, a because we did a few takes, realized the mic wasn't on, did a couple more, and they were just hard to take. Like they were just really funny to record. Yeah. <laughs> The your, like Ethan plays a, a an enigmatic character, a coworker, where you're like, I'm not sure if this guy hates the ghost or loves the ghost <laughs> or is just weird or. I couldn't tell it's you. Funny. He was just an odd character, and he was fun to play. Yeah. It was just a fun little bit. It'd be fun. Yeah, that that, that character was, was. Um, will he come I'm, back? I don't know. Well, well, yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like when we were recording it, like you're just those were so difficult because you had to keep such a straight monotone. Yeah, you couldn't face. have any inflection. And that's really hard to do. <laughs> so there's a couple I'm used of, to playing Ethan Squatch. There's a couple of takes where it's like you'll say like the line and then you just smile. That's really <laughs> yeah. There are some where, like you had to turn your brain off because even just like yeah. knowing what I was about to say, like coming over the cubicle, like just that alone would make me crack because it's it's just yeah. funny. Yeah. It's just so awkward. It it, it reminds me of a, I don't know if it was a, like a every frame of painting video or whatever. Or it might have been another video I, I saw, but yeah. like 
entering and exiting yeah, the frame, is, mm -hmm. like there's an art to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna say we're geniuses or like we're amazing at it, but I think it's pretty, I think in the case of Two Little Ghosts, Ethan popping up out of the cubicle is pretty funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and effective. Just when we did the live, the screening uh -huh. um, in Yakima, again, that was such a fun thing because that movie hadn't been released. No one could have yeah. seen it. And so mm -hmm. it was fun to hear people just immediately as I came up, like, you know, that's a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. People were just immediately <laughs> laughing and giggling about it because it's so stupid. And it's like, well, it's also <laughs> a good example of like entering and exiting a frame can be like, comedy and make a scene more interesting if it's um what's just what's gonna happen next because on paper the scene is very bland the co-worker yeah. asked the ghost how are you doing i think even on paper the ghost the the co-worker was a little more either antagonistic or overly concerned like it, there was no like yeah yeah there was we played it, it straight it, it was like yeah. what dynamic do we go for do we make him a little mean and kind of teasing the ghost do we make him like really caring and like genuinely cares about the ghost and like that's fine and everything, but it's not very interesting. But if you make this character like... You can't read what's it. What's the Aubrey <laughs> Plaza character in Parks and Rec? Like that April Ludgate? <sighs> yeah. yeah. If you make it like that, and they just pop up out of the frame, and it's like, hey, how are you doing? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we used that exact uh, example yeah. on set when we were figuring it out, Dale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, it makes it a little more interesting and, and can turn a bland scene just more... Gives it more dynamic yeah. kind of... It makes it more interesting. As short-lived as that character was, it's probably one of my favorites. And it's I forget really, about him. It's all the memorable time. too. But he's super yeah. funny. Yeah, <laughs> and I I get surprised by him every time, or like I forget he's in the movie, and then I'll like when I click through, I'm like, oh my gosh, this scene's happening. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. This it's guy a, exists. It's a fun scene. Yeah, it's a I fun think it's and a good bit. And I, one of my favorite things, which was repurposed, I believed. So there's a scene in the movie where the ghost is like creating an OK Cupid or like a Tinder account or whatever, oh, yeah, is. and yeah. they're doing it at work. That wasn't planned, I don't think. I think what had happened was... Because so. I well, was in the ghost costume that day well, for the office scenes. I repurposed right, a lot of the office stuff for um, for other scenes. Like, there's a whole... I could, like, do a whole breakdown of the script and what's different from the... Because the, the script mm -hmm. is actually quite different than the finished movie. But the ghost signing up for Tinder or, like... Um, a dating website that was always in the cards that was like always an idea i had but the difference was i think what had happened was <sighs> shoot i'm trying to remember in, in one version of the script mm -hmm. i know that the ghost was doing that on their phone at home mm. or at the computer at home got it i think what had happened was either i had shot it at my grandma's house you know where, where we shot the ghost movie or I just didn't shoot it and it was kind of this thing of like how do I convey this thing this scene because I knew I wanted that in the movie what I'd done because when we shot the office stuff we just kind of shot generic b-roll stuff too of like mm -hmm. the ghost doing this ghost doing that you looking at the ghost character which was yeah. Zach for that day yeah. and so what I had done was like well I have this this scene of Zach at the computer or the ghost at the computer I can just put in i can overlay the website for the dating account onto that and that's where the scene takes place and just put an insert right before so you know what's happening but what i didn't plan well, this was an editing thing was like i could just have the ghost sitting here looking at the computer or i could have ethan looking at the ghost 
<laughs> sign up for the dating account, which makes it like so much more interesting and funny. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like a go, okay, it's like, haha, go signs up for a dating website. Oh, that's kind of cute. That's funny. Yeah. But then the weird co worker is looking at the ghost and it's just even more like yeah. ridiculous so bizarre. And, and goofy. So it's, it was, yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, I love that character. That was a that was a great instance of like, we there was kind of a plan for that character wasn't really sure on it but then like once we got on set or whenever we figured out like oh just play him like April Ludgate or whatever yeah. like that was like oh it made it it made it click so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else to talk about two little girls because we can talk spoilers now and everything. You can. What was the story behind your decision to make the? majority of the second half of the movie silent it felt right it just <laughs> felt right so i think that wasn't on the script there was it wasn't silent but mm. um once once i had gotten more into filming it i was like you know what the second half totally could be silent but it was never like cemented where it really made the decision was i was editing the movie and i came to the second half and i was like you know what this really should be silent um it just felt right. And I the thing that made me actually pull the trigger and do it was I was thinking it'd be really cool if this movie went silent for the second half. And then I was like, is that too much? Is that too bold? Like, is this is that the right thing to do? But then I thought, you know, if I was at Netflix or HBO or if this was a Hollywood movie, they would never in a million years let me make the second half be a silent movie. So just based on that, I was like, I feel like I have to make it a silent yeah. movie now. Because <laughs> yeah. it fits thematically. Like, it's not out mm. of place. Yeah. But... It was one of those things of, uh, like, I there's no, like, only we could do this with this movie right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is one of those cool um, things of, um, you know, you have a lot of power as an independent filmmaker mm-hmm. who's not mm-hmm. owned by anybody. Or any, like, beholden to any studio or, or CEOs or boardrooms or whatever. You yeah. can kind of make more bold choices than uh, what you, you know, could in Hollywood. Yeah, the closest mm-hmm. I could think of to anything like that happening is, like, season one of legion and the finale yeah you're right you're right But even that they don't commit all the way cuts in and out a little bit um but there it makes it, it does make sense yeah no it makes like, absolute sense i yeah. mean and again legion is the one place where you absolutely could get away with that yeah um yeah that's the only thing i can think of where that kind of thing happens i know it's very it, rare the artist has kind of a reverse thing where it's a silent movie but the very end of the movie it has like three lines of dialogue at the very end mm. But, um, yeah, I'd have to think, I'd have to think about, um, movies where it's like, it's spoken and then it goes to silent. Cause I, I don't know of any, uh, frankly. I can't think of any. Um, it's a good question. But yeah, that came from, yeah, that just came from, it just felt, it was something I was think, think tinkering around with and then in editing, it was like fully cemented. But the idea mm-hmm. came about during shooting the movie. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's. I think that's a cool kind of thing to do. Yep. Made sound editing a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a thing too. Okay, so when we um, when we um, screened it in Yakima, I was really curious for how it was going to go because the movie was edited and designed for people to see on their computers or TVs at home. And I was like, okay, normally when I go completely silent in a movie, it's never actually completely silent. I put in room tone, right? Yeah. And it's like, I was thinking, no, no, this movie's got to be totally silent for real, like no sound whatsoever. So when you're watching the movie in that second half when it's silent, there's literally no sound at all. You're just watching video. Mm -hmm. 
except for you know the music numbers and stuff that pops in and out um so when we screened it in yakima i was like oh this the sound there was designed for people to just watch like at their own home you know it's not as it's not a room full of people had i known it was a room full of people i would have put like room tone or like wind or some ambience in there but then i was like i'm too lazy to (laughs) so i'll 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 just leave it as it is and i was surprised like it wasn't overly uncomfortable to sit in a dark room completely silent for that long i mean i did that for films like Mm -hmm. in film school right you watch silent movies and sometimes there's no sound so like Mm -hmm. i'd been to those before and it was always like but it's like hey that was like a famous movie that's not like one of our movies yeah yeah so yeah that was (laughs) a different vibe it was a fun part of the movie the silent aspect i like i like the moment it happens too that's one of my favorite parts where the ghost dies I'll ask a question for the people. What? Why did you have to rip our hearts out and let the ghost die? Uh, it just felt right. <laughs> How long was that part of the plan? Was Because you said you had the idea. I, I know part of the answer to this. I'm asking for the audience mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the idea for the movie back when we were shooting October as a fallback. Right. What was that movie like compared to this? And did that same beat happen or was it different? That movie back then would have been a lot more improvised. But it was always still like that was always in a beat. It was always okay. It, it the the whole gener the ev- evolution of the story came about kind of as I was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. That was a nonsense. I didn't say anything there. Meaningful. <laughs> uh, what? Okay. So here the idea was, let's make a movie about someone who always wears a Halloween costume. Okay, that's that. That was just the vague idea for the movie. Then yeah. it was like, okay, but what do you do for sixty minutes? Um, they do, they go to work, they do this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they should meet another person who always wears this Halloween costume. And it's the same one. And it's like, okay, great. Where do you go from there? Cause that's like the coolest thing that to have happen. Well, they should probably, one of them should die. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was kind of like, um, then it was like, okay, then the ghost is going to suffer a whole bunch, but they have to be, see each other again. How they do that? Oh, Day of the Dead, obviously. And then that's, so it was kind of like a- It all makes sense. It was kind of like the building blocks because yeah. those were the initial beats that were that I came up with, but they didn't change really. What changed was the details of how they happened. Had we shot this two years ago, it probably would have been improvised. It would have been a lot more um, like, meandering as meandering as this movie kind of is and drawn out some stuff kind of is it would probably would have been more so because we would have just been making it up on the spot it would have lost out on those musical beats probably too yeah yeah the muse yeah the musical beats wouldn't have been in there um when back then full moon by eric nally was kind of like the mm-hmm. i had that envisioned as like kind of the the song in the middle of the movie the animated sequence i'd always up until like I decided to turn it into original music, Eric Nally's song was going to be that part right there. It's a great song. Um, great Halloween vibe song. Yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, yeah, there's going to be pre-recorded music, or I mean, a uh, copyrighted music in it. But then I was like, oh, I'll make it original. It's easier because like you own everything. Of course. Oh, that's a whole story. I thought I'd put copyright-free music in our in Two Little Ghosts, but that's not the case. But I just left it in. Anyways, um, yeah, Two Little Ghosts is out. Check it out. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else I should add to it. 
how well here's my last question and i don't i haven't watched your behind the scenes documentary yet actually come uh-huh. to recording this ahead of time i haven't had a chance to watch it okay so you might have gone over this in the documentary right. so this might be a redundant question but how do you feel about the movie now oh that's a good one um i'm pretty happy with it which is kind of rare for me but it's also because i've Usually what happens with us, right? Yeah. We make the movie, we finish it, we release it. So when you release it, it's pretty soon after you finish it. And after you finish Mm -hmm. your movie, that's how you feel. That's when you feel the worst about your movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this is different because I don't think we've done this before where the movie's finished, months have gone by, and now you release it. Now. So I'm kind of looking back at it with those rose-tinted glasses a little bit, slightly. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there's... I think there's there's stuff that I would change for sure. Um, there's some shots that I'm not particularly a fan of. There's like a grittiness, like because half the movie. Well, I don't know the exact percentage. Ethan saw, shot some of it. I shot some of it, and I'm not a fan of the stuff that I shot because my camera was crap and it was did terrible in low lighting. Um, you shot some. It was kind of a mixed media project. I mean, we knew yeah. that going in. Right. We, oh, obviously, the animation DSLR, but even. Within digital cameras, it was phone, it was your DSLR, it was my camera. Animation and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's very much an amalgamation, yeah. um, which is awesome, I think. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is like, if you don't love it's, that, it, it's right. just, it becomes a part of it that you can't get away it, from. It's not mm. as polished as I would have liked it to be, but I'm at a point where I can kind of look past that and to look at like what really sticks out. And I... I do really like the story. I do really like the musical numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the little ways that it, there's motifs kind of running throughout and like little bookend things. Like the first shot of the movie is that animation of the two ghost eyes coming up out of the floor. Mm-hmm. And then the last shot of the movie is the same thing as the second ghost comes back. Yeah. I like stuff like that. There's like a lot of st- stuff that I do like appreciate in the movie. Again, it's not as polished as I would have liked to be. Obviously, I've improved in animation since then. So, if I'd done the animation again, I would have like done it completely differently. So I'm like, oh, it's a little rough. But I don't know. I like the music. I like the it's a fun little Halloween movie. Um, what do you think is your most successful, or what's your favorite animated shot? Ooh, that's a really good question. I would say it's the close-up insert shots. I like the of, candy one. That's my favorite. Yeah, I would say of like the leaf falling. Mm-hmm. So like the leaf comes out. I don't like the the physics of like the way the leaf behaves because it's really flappy. It's like it's like a wet lettuce. <laughs> That's how it moves when it blows off the tree. It should have been more stiff. But I I like I like how it falls because it falls. I was able. To, I think I got that all right. So I like how it kind of falls and it goes past those pumpkins. I think that shot in particular. That's one I really like. Um, I like the shot of the eyes kind of spinning like it's the screen's all white and the black dots are moving around I was going to bring that one up too I like that one a lot Um, there's there's shots here and there oh you know okay this is my favorite one it's the one where the ghosts are spinning and they go up in front of the moon those two Mm -hmm. shots Mm -hmm. I think those two I don't know how that looked as good as it does it's really good yeah because like everything else I'm like eh this doesn't this I'm not that doesn't look great. That, but that shot, I was like, that looks pretty good. I like the lighting <laughs> in that. I like the movement and everything. I don't like the end of it though. That's the thing. When the ghosts move out of frame up, it looks like they're being pinched and pulled. Mm. It doesn't look like they're moving with momentum. 
because I learned this now, but I didn't know this then. When you're animating, you're not moving lines, you're moving mass and volume instead of just yeah. the lines. It's not about the lines moving. And so I didn't get that concept really back then. So when they leave the frame, it looks like someone's pinching the tops of their heads and pulling them <laughs> when it should look like there's a, like a ball underneath and it's like shooting that way. But mm -hmm. anyway, um, yeah, it's a fun movie, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I like it probably more than I should. But I don't love it that much. I don't know. It's it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. What a, I, what a I still think there. I still think Bell Rings is our best movie. I think. Thank you. Two little. I don't know where Two Little Ghosts would rank, but I I like the music a lot. I need to go. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you anymore what I think our best is. I I'm I'm so like I was thinking about this in the car. I was like I probably won't watch Bell Rings again for like a year. And I remember yeah. that I have to do the commentary of it still. Yeah. So it's like, I got to watch it one more time and then I won't watch it again for like a year. I forgot to mention, I didn't tell you. Well, I kind of, I texted this. I made adjustments to the movie. Yeah, you did. I'm not sure if you guys right. noticed. I haven't watched it since. I haven't okay. seen it, so since I don't really let me, know. Let me tell you what I changed. And this is probably not interesting to anybody else. But, okay. So the movie existed as it existed for the last nine months or so or however long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The week that it came out, I was like, you know what? I should just change this because I really want to change this thing. So the first change I that the thing that made me open up the project file again and then edit again was originally the movie starts out in color, right? Mm -hmm. Then it goes to black and white. When the movie switched back into color was when the ghosts came home, right? Mm -hmm. The ghosts go out for their date, they come home and they're in the second ghost's room and then it goes into color. I decided to change that part. So if you watch the movie again, what the audience has seen now is it switches into color. It's the shot of the door and it opens and it's oh. then it's in color. Because oh. before then, I really wanted it to happen um, when the ghosts kind of had their real connection. Mm -hmm. Like by mm -hmm. that point, they kind of really knew each other. But then I was like, these shots look so gorgeous. And that oh, the, the warmness of the color really adds to how you feel during those scenes. Because if it's just black and white, it's a little cold. Yeah. But if you add color to it, it feels more warm. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and I, and I, before, I guess I was, I couldn't think of a way to like transition to color early enough, but then I was like, wait a minute, it literally goes to a black screen and then kind of swipes to George old. Lucas style open. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect support to like put color back in the movie. Yeah. So that was a big change. Um, that was the reason I opened back up the project file. The other changes I redid the narration at the beginning and the end. Because oh. the narration was temp narration. I didn't think that that would be the final narration. So I kind of really crappily recorded it on my phone. I didn't use the lav mic or anything. I just held up my recorder and I just did this. So there was like, <laughs> you could hear all sorts of like, temp, like crappy stuff. And I cleaned it up, but I never was really happy with the quality of it. So I re-recorded that. Um, there was one other thing and I can't remember what it is. But... Oh, oh, in the opening credits, or not opening credits, the opening animated sequence, what happens is um, there's like, there's a line that goes like, the candy was eaten and there was no more magic. And it kind of cuts to like a white blank screen, like there's nothing. Yeah. The original intention was to like have it be like, yeah, there's nothing there, so there's nothing to see. <laughs> and I was like, 
when I was watching it, every time I watched it, I was like, that just feels lazy. It feels like that wasn't intentional. Yeah. So what I put in this one is like a little asterisk at the bottom, and it just says magic not visible or something like that. That's oh. funny. <laughs> so that was the other change. That's goofy. I like that. Anyways, that's, that's, a, that's a random note for, yeah, yeah, you're editing right until the last moment, I guess, the yeah. lesson yeah. of that. It's hard to avoid it. Yeah, but anyways, that's Two Little Ghosts. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. And uh, I guess what's what's next for us? I mean, how are you guys been doing? I've been working on the movie a little bit. I got married. You got married? <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Just a little thing. It's coming on. Yeah. 15 days in now. I'm over it. I'm over it, yeah. <laughs> Overrated. No, it's been great. Yeah. It, it feels like it's been longer. I, like when we sat down today, I was like, it feels like yeah. it's, I've been gone for a year. That has not been the case. I mean, we did take a break that was longer than it seemed for the audience because we kind of backlogged some podcasts and mm -hmm. then the movie came out. So that kind of means that's like a week that we don't have to do anything really. So now we're back. Yeah. So. We haven't recorded one of these in a long time. It's been yeah. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like it's been a while. Um, haven't really done anything video-wise. Took a break. It was intentional. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I should probably focus on, you know, being a husband yeah. for a yeah. minute yeah. before I go back to all the bad habits of filmmaking. So. <laughs> yeah. But now, now uh, this morning, actually, I was uh, getting ready for work, and I was like, it's time to start working on a script soon. Nice. And also some Blender stuff. Nice. Kind of time. Blender guru with the donut. Yeah, donut and the sword tutorial that you were yeah. talking about. Those are the two that I got to start on. Classic. Yeah. Classic. And we'll yeah. go from there, see where it takes me. I got to yeah. figure out what I, what I guess, like, what I want to dive into first. I mean, I can go a million directions, but it's like, what do I want to, like, get good at first? So I'm kind of... The interface. Like, yeah. That's what you want to get good at first. Yes. Because <laughs> if you can figure out the interface, you can figure out anything. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I need to go. So just start yeah. doing tutorials. Yeah. Just start, you know, it's like, a, it's like textbooks. That's yeah. what tutorials feel like. It's like textbooks in college. Yeah. So not not fun, very dry sometimes, but it's important. So I'm looking forward to like getting a new skill. Yeah. Like this is like a new, start of a new path. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to see what that entails. And yeah. hopefully I'll get better at After Effects too in the process. Hopefully some of those concepts will kind of blend over. Because I've, I've not tapped that potential nearly as much as I could in a After lot Effects. Of After Effects something I've just, you know, I use the bare minimum of. What a lot of people do is they use um, Blender, but then they use it with, like, pair well, with After Effects. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. Compositing is the big thing I want to learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blender's well, got a pretty good yeah. compositor, but it's 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 kind of like when you already know how to composite in one software. Why relearn it? Why relearn it? If, like, because, you know, every kind of compositor has, like, little kinks about it that you have yeah. to work out. So it's like, I already know how to fix those kinks in this software. So how do I, like, yeah. what? Eh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to start doing that. Both, I mean, just compositing as a whole, like both bringing a CG item into a real world, but then mm -hmm. also bringing like a person mm -hmm. into a CGI world. Like those yeah. two, that process to me is like, I mean, I think both of us agree. Like that's when like it transforms what we can do. Some of, of that in yeah. LaDonza, I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. The next movie. Yeah, so I think that's the envelope we want to start pushing more and more in our movies. So yeah. we'll see what that looks like. Yeah. But excited for what, what what's next. Zach, how's uh, life been? Uh, it's been uh, pretty chill, but also busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of the conversation we had just before this. Yeah. <laughs> Things were not, in fact, chill. No, no, no. It's no. nothing personal. It's, like No. From it's the outside fine. looking in, it's pretty chill. Yeah. 
but in reality, not so much. It's a like, lot of behind-the-scenes stuff has been quite stressful. Asterix screams internally. Yeah, it's, <laughs> let's just, it's just, we've, we've encountered problems that every filmmaker has yeah. encountered. Yeah. Like, just classic filmmaker hiccup kind of things that have come up with. If you've been making movies for any length yeah. of time, you like you could probably guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the normal thing that we you have to go through. It's yeah. like not a optional step, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, mm. well, um, not great, but it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like it's it's normal. It's yeah. healthy. It's par for the course. It's like <laughs> yeah. a, it's like a breakup where it's like you gotta go through it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a thing. Well, I guess there's some people who don't have to go through breakups. Yeah. Lucky few. I don't know. This analogy can end here, I guess. We're dragging this on a little too long. <laughs> on a more positive note, I, I have been coming up with more creative ideas, so you'll hear about those in due time. But, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, I guess maybe this would have been better to start with, but like for all of our new listeners out there, I mean, I guess they probably want to know what to expect from us going forward, I would, yeah. I would assume. Because yeah. like... You, you uh, assume I'm assuming that new list viewers, you've seen Two Little Ghosts, presumably. Yeah. You might have seen Wild Boys three, and you might have seen The Bell Rings. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I don't know where to go from there. But like we, we have new listeners, <laughs> we have new viewers. For, for the new viewers, we don't normally release feature films one month after another. Yeah, like right. this, it's unusual. We, it doesn't come out that often. Unfortunately, we wish we could provide you with that sort of content. But yeah, yeah, some things go cannot. fast, some things go slow. <laughs> yeah, um, usually we err on slow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but every year we do release at least one feature film. Oh, definitely. And in fact, in twenty twenty, we released. Oh, Brother, House, October, we released three. Yeah. 2021, we released Video Carnage, See You Soon, Wild Boys. One and two. Well, two came oh, no, out, two came out January 1st. Yeah, yeah. But what else? Did we do another feature film last year? Uh, we shot The Bell Rings. It just yeah. came out a year right. later. And mm -hmm. then this year, 2022, we released Wild, Wild Boys, Boys 2, two. Yeah. Wild Boys three, 3, Bell Rings, and Two Looks. Hey, look at yeah. that. We did four, four movies this year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're always doing good. something. Yeah. And we put out weekly videos. Yeah. And weekly podcast. Yeah. So. But yeah, so that's around. that's who we, I mean, our focus, I mean, how would you describe like what we do here to newer listeners or audience members? I mean, I think the biggest thing is other than making and releasing feature films is we kind of want to just document that experience and what we learn. Right. Um, we yeah. definitely we want to be the opposite of gatekeepers of knowledge. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We wanted to share this, the experience that we have on set, right. uh, the struggles, what's worked for us, what might work for other people going on the same journey, being at different points. Um, and also just kind of being a, I don't know, I guess a hub of creative ideas. Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> Both from us. And also, I mean, we have people who comment on our stuff that share their experience too. And we've been lucky enough to meet a lot of great other filmmakers that have, circled around us and mm -hmm. helped support us and we've supported and I think that now we're kind of seeing the fruits of like this community that started back in 2020 right. of other filmmakers and it's kind of become like this big ocean of people yeah that's yeah. really can cool reach out to it's big network yeah. it's, network's it, the right word not it, ocean network. it's great because there's lots of film newer or not even newer but when we started it felt like we kind of knew everybody who was making movies on YouTube now it feels like 
Oh, who are you? Who are you? Who We're are like you? in a small corner. Yeah. It feels like. It's cool that there's so many people doing it that you kind of lose track of everybody. So it's that's so hard to keep up. Really cool. Well, and when we started in 2020, it felt like we were the only people doing this. And that, that's right. the same sentiment I know a lot of people felt. Um, so now yeah. to feel like we're such a small, you know, drop in the bucket is like such a great thing. Yeah, it's really cool. And that's what we do is we make online online movies, movies for um, feature length movies, which is kind of like if you've been in the film school space, that's a big no, no. You don't want to, you know, that's not how you, you make do short things. films. You yeah. put them in film festivals and then <laughs> maybe you'll get to make a feature or, or you, you fund YouTube, or you fund a feature and yeah. then you put it through the festival thing and all that. And or you that's, go into advertising. Advertising, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's cool. That's one way of doing things. But we figured, you know, we want to make features. Mm -hmm. The only way to get better at making features is to make features. So yeah. let's make them and let's put them on YouTube for free. Yeah. Um, in retrospect, I think the Bell Rings could have played at a festival easily. Oh, yeah. That might be a festival. I mean, what was that Kevin Smith festival that Hotel got to play at? It wasn't for... done by that point then. Yeah. So. No, but, no, I, mean, no, I just mean like things like that. There might be some out there that we can still find. Oh, I, yeah. I haven't looked around. Yeah. I've been very... Or yeah, we, I've turned my brain off in, through September. I'm back. I, yeah, <laughs> like a normal person again. We should, we should, yeah, we should we look should into can... either submit to a festival. Okay, worst case scenario, even if there's a festival where it's like it can't be online, we'll just unlist our video or make it private for like a little bit and then we'll... Yeah. Submit it yeah. or something. I don't know. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, yeah. If you haven't seen the uh, Bell Rings, please check it out. It's criminally you, underrated. I think that that, yeah. um, that rose tinted glasses you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So the Bell Rings was shot last year in right. August. It released in August this year. Uh, it released like three days before like the final shoot day, like mm -hmm. an anniversary. Um, just the ups and downs of that journey. Yeah. Where the movie, it, like we were shooting it, it was great. Then there was like a lot of hiccups technically with some things that I was like really like, oh shoot, this is going to ruin the movie. Um, the ups and downs and just how I felt about it. By the time I was so low in my opinion of the movie when I was editing it, yeah. by the time it finished, I was like, oh, this isn't garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my feelings of it went up by release because I was like, oh yeah, this turned out like and I not feel a the same with movie. Two, I feel the same with Two Little Ghosts in a weird way. Um it's funny when there's a delay in release, like completion yeah. to release. Yeah, it, it helps quite a bit. So, yeah, I enjoy that movie more than I thought I would. I think, um, if, yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely our best again. It's a yeah. good job. Thank you. Thank Do it again, you. please. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> We're dying here. We're here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know me, I'm slow. If you, yeah, I guess if you're new to our channel, it's probably not the most accessible. I'd say The Bell Rings is our best. I, I mean, I would say if you're new and you just want to see some movies, I mean, I still recommend Video Carnage just mm -hmm. in terms of movies. I, I, I mm -hmm. really enjoy it. I know that there's things mm -hmm. that looking back on we would have done differently or technical things. I mean, the it's all been harped on. Um, if, if you know us or if yeah. you knew us, like the, the biggest critics of our channel is us. Like oh, we're going to yeah. be the first to point out anything that we think is wrong with our movie. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I still love Video Carnage. That time, I think it was really exciting. It like was. just on a personal a good like us level, but then that movie I still enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have issues with the movie, download it, copy it to a VHS, and watch it again. And I think <laughs> a lot of those issues will be fixed for you. I was thinking about this the other day. What if video? What if? Because there's nothing stopping us from doing it. Because I was thinking, what if? What if like we made a novelization of like Video Carnage? Yo. That'd be sick. 
or like a novelization of like the bell rings that'd be really cool <laughs> that would be cool if anybody we would list would be interested in that please let us know because that's something i've been thinking about like that'd be kind of cool like writing a book version of our of our movies that would be really yeah. cool because like guillermo del toro did that with um i think the shape of water and pan's labyrinth mm, yeah. like i think it was Con cornelia funke who like yeah he commissioned i know it was at least well, I actually can't remember which one. I know he commissioned her to like write a novelization of one of his movies, and this was way after it had been released. You know who I think uh, your girlfriend Amanda. She yeah. would do a good job, I think, novelizing Bell Rings because I think her like interests in, right. in writing could do cool stuff with that. I think she'd do good too. Yeah, she's into that like Victorian era, like just older writings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she'd do neat. And also she'd do great video carnage because she loves Nancy Drew. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I think I just honestly, hire her as like a ghostwriter for us. Yeah. I think she would probably I haven't talked to her about any of this. I would have to guess she would do she would enjoy video carnage more because it's more like a mystery and yeah. she really loves mysteries. I think she'd love the bell rings too. In a different way, probably. In a different way, but I think it's a little like she's really into like um 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 what's it like Jane Eyre and like um, um, I'm blank persuasion like mm -hmm. 1800s like aristocracy yeah kind of thing and we're like eating dirt for breakfast in the valley <laughs> like it's, it's a little more grapes of wrath you yeah. know what I mean it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not as much but in, the, in my, some of my older script like pages I think some of but the there's a witch in it though which yeah. she, she would really get I think she'd dive into like the Mary character a yeah. whole lot more. I'd have to just show her like some of the earlier draft writings because there's some stuff like descriptions that were really meaty that I would write yeah that was like this is so not economical for a script so I yeah. stopped doing that really quick but it yeah. was like much more like colorful language throughout it um, not colorful language like swearing but colorful language just like, like po more poetry it, it was yeah the descriptions were a bit more abstract and a little yeah. less literal yeah, uh, but that wasn't helpful for a script, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that'd be a cool thing to do. I don't know. I have that idea in my head. I kind of like that. Yeah. Shoot, I'll have to talk to her about it. Yeah, I mean, I I would do it, but it's like I want to write the scripts. I just yeah. never written a novel. Either of, I want to write a novel yeah. at some point. I have a that movie. Was, that was, I would take a stab at it. I would, I would like take a stab at it and then I'd hand it off to be like, all right, make this good. That's what I yeah, see. That's yeah. what I was, I was thinking. I was thinking about writing something the other day. And I was like, well, if I write like a, a novelization of one of our movies, I, it's all the hard parts kind of done. It's yeah. just making it better. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what do you dive, dive into? And if I was going to improve any one of my movies, it would be Video Carnage. Because I think there's a, there's enough good in it where I'm really disappointed by the like the flaws in it. Mm -hmm. So if I took another stab, that's the one that I would always love. Like if I got a chance to like remake that, yeah, I would. Because it's like, oh, there's stuff I'd do better and all that. Mm -hmm. But I do love that movie though. I, I still think Video Carnage is super successful as a film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even with all the flaws. Yeah. Like, looking um, past that, I still, like, oh, yeah, Video Carnage is cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's got that style. It's got kind of, like, the fun premise. I think our best movies always have I really love strong... May in that movie. May oh. is so good. Yeah, They're best like, part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just, our, our best movies have good vibes. And I was movie has good vibes. <laughs> I was thinking about like I was thinking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I was like, "Oh, that's such a good movie. I'd love to make yeah. a movie like that." And I was like, "Wait a minute, we Ferris, just... uh, we, Video Carnage is kind of like that dynamic <laughs> of the characters yeah. is there." Um, yeah. Good stuff. I feel like we were supposed to explain ourselves more, and I think we just that was more niche. That yeah. was more specific. We, yeah, we got we got too. Yeah. <laughs> we make movies, and if yeah. you want to watch them, that'd be cool. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I guess in the coming weeks, I mean, all our big releases are out. I guess what you can expect from us is it's behind the scenes, behind more behind-the-scenes oh, content yeah. on Two Little Ghosts, and Wild Boys, and mm-hmm. Bell Rings. Uh, more behind-the-scenes stuff. That's just going to kick us all through the year, oh, yeah. really. More podcasts. Yeah, every Friday. We got stuff we got to talk about in terms of just our stuff, but also other movies, because we like to talk about other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if... Um, if anyone has any questions or wants us to cover any topic, feel free to let us know in the comments down below. Yeah, please do. We definitely read those, and uh, we'll take those into consideration in regards to videos and podcasts and stuff like that. Well, I guess let's transition into one of our final two parts of the podcast, which is uh, what are you working on? Which we kind of covered a little bit. That. What are you watching? Let's go into what are you watching. Yeah. What are you watching? Okay. Um, you get, You guys go... Zach, you go first. I have to remember what I've watched. Oh, man. I have to check my um, box. <laughs> I haven't been watching a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I did rewatch the Deadpool movies after mm-hmm. the whole... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. ...fiasco with... Uh, That's the, thing. ...if you weren't aware, which I highly doubt. Um, Hugh Jackman is returning for... Uh, ...as Wolverine for the third Deadpool movie. Which will be coming in 2024. Casey lived under a rock. My Twitter yes. exploded that day, and the week after, there's just so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so I rewatched those. Definitely good to rewatch those, um, since I think I'd only seen them once or twice, but each before. Um, and then just more of the same, just current content. So like uh, She Hulk, She Hulk, the Rings, Rings of Power, House of uh, House of the Dragon. Dragons. I'm actually a little bit behind on that one. I think I'm behind like one or two episodes, but nice. What's been your favorite out of everything? Everything, everything that I've been watching yeah, recently. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's hard. I'm gonna be honest. I would probably say, of the three shows, mm-hmm. probably House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I am mixed on one of the other ones, and not very happy with the other one I will not specify because you don't need to know my opinion (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, but I will say my opinion is getting better on both of the ones that I've been not as on board with (laughs) I will say that (laughs) Ethan what have you been watching this is like embarrassing I can't remember the movies I've watched because I've watched movies recently and also your internet's down my internet's down I can't go into like my HBO Max my signal's too bad so I can't like Go back on HBO or Netflix. Um, I mean, it was kind of like mindless watching. Yeah. Like honeymoon. Like we went to the beach, which we'd been to like a ton of times, and the whole point was like for us to do as little as possible because we were both right. just like sonked out. So we watched movies. And I. Oh yeah, I see. I can't. It's just not coming to me because I <laughs> shut my brain down that whole weekend. Yeah. Um, in terms of TV, what I've been watching, uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. A little behind, but I'm catching up. Um, Got to be in the right headspace. I don't want to like binge yeah. through it. I want to like be intentional with watching that show. Yeah. Right. Um, I think I'm at episode five right now. Um, so I have two to catch up on. Things really um, pick up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm aware of some stuff that's coming up and I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, and then Sarah's actually, we've been watching her first time through It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which is so wholesome. It's been a lot of fun. I haven't watched the show in several years. I, yeah. I watched through quite a ways, just like in high school and college and then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i just kind of stopped watching um so it's been fun to revisit as a show and watch with i got someone. some awesome stuff in the newer seasons too I, that's what i've been hearing so i'm really excited i mean we've got 
we'll probably like go on and off with the show for a long time. Yeah. Because we're only in season two right now. Like we're mm-hmm. just a couple episodes in. Um, so when Frank comes in. Yeah, Frank yeah. is here now. Yeah. He just bought the bar of the the gang goes jihad or whatever that episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah you know show Show for the kids yeah (laughs) very appropriate so that that's been one of the big shows we've been watching right now um this is a lot of fun it's an easy watch yeah so you can kind of turn your brain off and watching it if you want yeah Um, especially because i've i've seen quite a ways through so i'm really excited for episodes like the high school reunion two-parter that's one of my favorites yeah I'm um, looking forward to when we get yeah. that far into the show. Yeah. Um, don't forget about the, the Nightman Cometh. The, we, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> probably <laughs> one of the, that's one of the singular most funny and we episodes I've ever seen. Before we actually went back, because she knew right. the episode, she was like, hey, can uh, I watch that one first? And I was like, yes, we can. That's such a good watch. starter episode <laughs> yeah. for anybody to And I was like, oh, either she's going to like it and we'll keep watching, or it's like, that's the only episode we're watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, she was like, and I was surprised because we watched the episode and then. That was it. I think we watched some, something else after. But then, like, a couple days later, she's like, hey, can we watch more? It's always sunny. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. we can. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. If I remember the movies that we watched, maybe I'll bring that back bring in the next, next episode. Yeah. Um, I, it's just not coming to me right now. Yeah. Well, I have some news in terms of what I've been watching. Have oh, you? I see. I see a new staff yeah. here. I'm free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now we're going more niche again, new yeah. listeners. So sorry. Uh, I have a thing where I get hyper fixated on movies and uh, I have to watch them all the time, to put it simply. And I've been watching, Legend was the movie I've been obsessed with. And around October 1st or 2nd, I I kind of washed over me, like the feeling went away. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can watch things now, like that aren't Legend, this is great. I know that sounds very- Legend, specifically. I know that's- Yes. I know that that's very specific, so I'm just going to you know, move on from that. But If you want to know more, we'll go back to the episodes. Yeah. yeah. There's a I'm Free of Legend, although it will always live in my heart. I think it's still a great movie. Um, two things I – well, a couple things I saw because I saw a lot of stuff. One is – well, two – Pearl – and Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen them see yet? No. It's on my list. I want to see it in theaters. Well, it's oh there. my gosh. Barbarian is such a fun ride in the same way that like Get Out was like a really fun, mm. like this is scary, this is awesome. Ready or Not, that's another kind of specific, like similar in tone. Yeah. Uh, Barbarian was great. So good. And it's from the guy from Whitest Kids You Know. Like one of the one of the one those guys. Oh, that's so, cool. I'd know that. Such a fun movie. Um, I had a lot of fun with that one. Then Pearl, I saw. Um, Did you watch X as well? I, I bought X before. I didn't personally connect to X as much as I, as I hoped because I'd heard all this hype about X. I watched it. I was like, this is really fun. But for me, I just couldn't connect with it as much. But then I saw Pearl, and I was like, Pearl is a near masterpiece. Like, it's, it's Pearl felt like... I mean, like I told you guys, it's like Wizard of Oz meets Joker. That's it's cool. it's like such a weird, odd vibe for a movie, and it pulls it off so good. And like, it's got like amazing quality of acting. Like Mia Goth's performance is like I, not that the awards mean anything, but I would really hope that she gets awarded like lots of like the Academy Awards and stuff like that because it was really really good. It go it would go really well with the bell rings actually. Nice. That was, it would go oh, so well do with you, the bow rings. So you have X on Blu-ray? I have X on Blu-ray. I'm going to get Pearl as soon as it comes out. Nice. 
Um, blonde. I oh, yeah, I was going to say, blonde. I was going to watch it yeah. for this. I think oh, I almost want to be like, let's save it for a blonde right. episode. I did yeah. see blonde. I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll say is I saw, I've seen blonde. I think there's a lot to talk about there. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with it, but I, I, it's, it's, ooh, it's, uh, I, you know, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to say, I think it was really beautifully made, but there's a lot to discuss with it. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that for myself. <laughs> I saw Blonde. That's a, that, that's a good, dis- that's a movie that's like a, makes for, that would make for a good discussion. Yeah, that's why I want to watch it and then we can Ethan has it. homework. <laughs> yeah. Next week. And the last thing I'll say is I saw the Avatar re-release in 3D. Oh, cool. How was that? Oh, nice. James Cameron is the man. So the he remastered the animation, correct? Like he remastered oh, did he really? it. Oh, shoot. 4K. I see that he remastered it in select scenes in 48 frames per second, which is really interesting. Hey, look at that. Peter Jackson being ahead of the curve. I know. Again, people gave him so much crap for it. And now look where we are. It's, I will, I hadn't seen Avatar since about it came out. Like it came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. I had seen it like once in maybe early high school. But like I'd seen in middle school, like I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I really didn't remember it. And I was kind of going into it going like, I didn't know what to expect, but you know, whatever. And oh my gosh, I think that might be one of the best blockbusters ever. <laughs> I had such a good time with it. Cool. When was the last time you guys rewatched it? Oh man, probably like, was it junior or senior year of high school? It's been a few years. For, for my help, what year would that have been? That, <laughs> for you? that we forget <laughs> how old people 2017, are. 2017, maybe? Oh, that's not that long. It's 20, 27. It, was, it, was it would have been 20. Years, so it probably would have been 2017. It would have been 2010, probably the last time I saw Avatar. Yeah, for me, it would have been like probably eight or nine years like minimum. Like, okay. I, I, it's been a long time. If you can see Avatar in a theater, like if it's, if it's playing near you, go see it. Like, it's, it's like... Uh, it's so yeah, good. It's been a decade. It's so good. Like, it's, it blew me away. Like, I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, I'm, I, I felt like, I don't, I don't know. James Cameron, he's just the man. Yeah. He's the master, the blockbuster stuff. <laughs> it was just such a solid movie. Just a solid blockbuster. Was it, was it, uh, uh, Endgame or like Marvel that dethroned it from being top movie? Or was there something I think, else? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. I think it was Endgame. Yeah. Well, no, it was no, because uh, Infinity War. I think it was Infinity oh, War. Oh, yeah, yeah. You might be right. They did that re-release in theaters. I think that pushed it over. That might have been No, Endgame, it was though. Endgame, because Endgame topped Infinity War. Infinity War was, like, number... It was close, but it didn't. three, because... They re-released right Endgame. That's right. They re-released Endgame. They re-released Endgame. That one topped Avatar in regards to money it made, but ticket sales, Avatar was still more, I think. Right. Either that or vice versa. It was, it, I don't know. There, Avatar, there's a yeah. complex thing that has to do with inflation somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> but Avatar, like, because, you know, there, it's kind of in the pop culture of like, oh, it's just Pocahontas in space. It's just, it's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's, it's visuals are cool. It's, it's Fern Gully. Right. But it, it looks cooler. <laughs> They're like, it's just, it's just this. What I was so, like, it, what struck me was the world building was like, how dynamic the camera movements were and the cinematography and all that. It was just, it was just so good. So good. Really quality blockbuster filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Still holds up, I think. So I'm excited for Avatar 2. Yeah. And with that, I think that'll be it for today, fellas. Yeah, I think so. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please give it a like and give us a follow. Only takes a couple seconds out of your day. mean a whole lot to us. 
And we have a Patreon now. If you're interested in seeing some exclusive things, some ex exclusive um, behind the scenes content, movies before they come out, uh, give us a follow there because we're gonna be we'll be rolling out stuff pretty regularly. I think right now there's some exclusive behind the scenes stuff for Bell Rings. With more um, on the way. More on the way. There's some two little ghost stuff. I mean, we're gonna be uploading that pretty regularly. So if you're interested in, you know, checking us out, become a subscriber or patron. It's a patron or Patreon? Become a patron. Yeah. Become a patron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Check us out there. So uh, cool. until next episode, hope you all have a good week.